You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So John, you've been reading about some pretty interesting plans backed by the likes of Bill Gates and the virgin boss, Richard Branson. We look at agriculture, growing meat is something that certainly helped mankind you know, get out of the uh, the caves, if you will. It helped our brain grow smarter. Yep. Uh, but the problem is uh, agricultural land. So we have some amazing land here in Australia, mm-hmm. but across the world we've got growing population. What are we, like 7 billion people, I think, about now? You know, keeping up that demand for meat is going to be really, really difficult. We have to look at alternate ways. Now, whether we move to a, a purely vegetarian-based uh, diet, which many say is far better for the environment, but there's still people that want some kind of protein. So others have suggested some kind of uh, maybe insects is, is eating those because there's plenty of those around the world. Yeah. Um, but there's a growing base that is suggesting that we can have meat, but we just need to grow it in a more efficient way. And that is looking at growing them directly from animal cells without actually raising or slaughtering the livestock right so this is a lab grown essentially so you're taking the sort of the live cells and this is animal cells you can grow in the lab and actually produce that into meat you know you're not having you know animals graze out on the grass or on the grain or wherever it happens to be this is something that actually happens much like a plant would grow in a pot you know this is where you would have meat itself being able to grow and thrive so you grow the cells in the lab yeah and you feed them with just sort of liquid nutrition or whatever exactly that, you know yeah so you would just feed that light. in and mm. this is then cut up into the appropriate size maybe they have to squash it or it'll be processed mm. and then sent out so we'll have the taste and the texture of a meat it will actually have all the benefits of meat but it won't actually become from what we'd typically call a living animal and have to go through that process of being slaughtered Mm, i mean mm. here in australia we've had uh, issues when we've sent the live stock across uh, to indonesia Mm. and then they were handled in inappropriate ways Mm. we did i think for a short time cut that supply off Mm. but this is something where we don't have to worry about if an animal is slaughtered happy or sad it's done in an appropriate way so Mm. I'm not sure if I'd really be comfortable at this point in time and eating this kind of meat, but you know the world has changed and these continues to change. And so over the next 30 years, this could be something which just becomes part of the daily diet. And this is why Branson and Bill Gates have basically stepped in and said, we want to be part of this. Because yeah. Branson, his quote is, I believe that in 30 years or so, we will no longer need to kill any animals and that all meat will either be clean or plant-based, taste the same and also be much healthier for everyone. Uma Valetti, who is a co-founder and chief executive officer at Memphis Meats, the way conventional meat is produced today creates challenges for the environment, animal welfare and human health. These are problems that everyone wants to solve. So if you can take out the potentially harmful bacteria that can get into animals, mm. um, you know, mad cow disease, mad cow, foot and mouth, that kind of thing. Mm. So if you just say, well, you know, we've stopped that mm. and you've got less area to grow this food and you're able to then feed entire populations based on this technology. I, I think it is a wonderful step forward. Yeah. And it's interesting they call it clean meat because, it, well, it's clean in the sense because animals are big emitters of methane. Yes. It's one of the biggest sources of methane and, and, and it's a greenhouse gas. It's warming the earth, Earth's atmosphere. So if you could remove 
large numbers of animals well one you don't have the erosion and the sort of soil damage mm-hmm. and the effect on the impact on the on the environment mm-hmm. but also you don't have that massive emission of methane, methane yeah. from from animals farting basically yeah exactly yeah. so you know what a great way to tackle not only the the world's food crisis mm. which is is bound to happen over the you know the next few years yep, that's right um, but also climate change can address part of that it's yep. certainly not the answer but mm. you know it can reduce emissions and, and also it probably doesn't mean that people won't eat animal raised meat you know that, that, that's grown from animals but it'll just be it'll, it'll be a sort of it'll be yeah. it'll well it'll it'll probably more than complement it it might potentially take over from the mainstay of it and as a lot of people will know in australia it's become so expensive to eat steak these days that not that many people do mm. to eat the really good cuts probably your day-to-day protein intake you'll get from this so-called clean meat mm-hmm. from the likes of memphis meats you might as a special treat or as a sort of a, a rare occasion or, or you know for particular events you might have animal grown meat yeah what a great breakthrough. I mean, it, it really would have a lot of benefits. It would potentially head off that other future, which is that we wind up having to eat farmed insects, which, I mean, we probably yeah. have them together with these with the clean meat because uh, already a lot of countries in the world, apparently some real delicacies, grasshoppers, yes. uh, they can be fried with chili and with lemongrass and with other spices mm-hmm. to not necessarily mask, to complement the natural flavour. And obviously if we... Well, the really, higher protein for their yeah. body size. And so, if we yeah. have a population that's continuing to grow and if it gets to whatever 10 billion or as it's forecast to do by about 2050 I think then we are going to need some some serious options for feeding mm. that kind of population and it's either going to be insects or it's going to be the likes of clean meat I hope it doesn't go down the way that uh, the Matrix did it where you remember they were on the ship and then there was this little sludge that was filled up into the bowl and there was like a porridge but basically that was all their main essential food and nutrients that, that anyone needs I still want to be able to cut into a steak you know mm. a red juicy mm. you know, bloody steak absolutely but I would would like to have animals farmed appropriately or slaughtered correctly where they've lived a happy healthy life you know we still get to enjoy that that meat i don't want to move <laughs> straight to that kind of just the nutrient based uh, type diet yeah, yeah well it's i mean it's early days and it's 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 a relatively small amount of money that's raised i think it's raised about 20 million dollars from in venture capital at the moment uh, but it does have interest and backing from the likes of uh, bill gates and richard branson i'm sure it's it's just instantly raised its profile and yeah. it's probably quite likely to generate quite a lot more in the way of seed capital to get this technology going thanks for listening and head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media we welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows